So, Thomas, what we got on tap for today? Well, Kevin, today we have several subjects we can talk about. We've got uh, anything from the Halo Nerf guns, which I think I'm excited about, mm -hmm. that I want to play with my kids about with. Um, I know it will be great having a needler around the house and oh, yeah. peeking out around the corners and shooting either my kids or my wife with it. The darts don't explode, though. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be quite a mess to clean up. I couldn't imagine explaining that to Sheena. What happened? Uh, it's I, like a little uh, bit of everything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what didn't happen? That's a better question. <laughs> I was trying to win the war, okay? Yeah. Uh, I know there's a lot of Halo fans out there that really enjoy those, which, of course, they have the, the Needler, the Battle Rifle, and that's the two most iconic ones. I can't remember the other one that was mm -hmm. coming out. I believe it's the Magnum. Magnum, okay. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and show our viewers a little bit of that. You know, but uh, come on, where's that? Oh, I'm gonna have to go back to graphics. And, but that's it's fine. Good. It's fine. Yeah. There we go. Thought I had that in there. So. There we go. They're gonna see this. Take a look at this bad boy right here. Doesn't just make you want to relive your teenage years playing land party games of Halo. I gotta say, it looks pretty good. It does. It really does. Yeah. It looks uh, very true to the game itself. Yeah. About the only thing they could do that would be make it more accurate would be to just probably just put the whole thing in purple. Yeah. But then that take away us away from the the nerf. You know, that's true. Contrasting colors and everything. Yeah. Um, Plus, you have to have that orange tip on there just because of just you know, U.S. law. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't even know that was a law where I had. Oh yeah, they they've had that for. I always wondered probably why, since the '80s. I've always wondered why like the tip was always orange. Mm -hmm. See, there was a, a remember the old Megatron Transformer mm -hmm. where he turned into the, the old gun. Walther PPK. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the when they did the the reissue, I don't think this was a law until probably the the '90s. Okay. Uh, because when they did like the 20th anniversary reissue, that's when they had the had the, the orange tip. Mm. That kind of took away from it there a little bit. I'd say the ones that uh, the figures that don't have the purple tip before the reissue, I'd say those are worth quite a bit, wouldn't you say? Oh, I would have no doubt about that. Um, you know, anything that's classic, that's what people really want anyway. Whether it be cars, action figures, collectibles, especially yeah. old comics. And I think you've got uh, several collectors out there. Uh, I know I, I worked with a guy before that said he had the uh, very first Superman. Never saw a picture of it or anything, but he always claimed he had it and uh, refused to sell it. He had been offered a million dollars for it, but refused, refused. I'm like, then why? <laughs> Personally, I probably would have sold it back then, and which also I was probably I was younger and. Hmm. Dumber back then, <laughs> let it build up some more value. I guess. I mean, that's understandable because I guess you would want, uh, yeah, you wouldn't want want to build up some more value. I think the the highest it was at one point was when I last checked. Anyway, it was like over two million. Yeah, I think that was for like a very like a mint copy. Mint copy yeah, I know uh, Nicholas Cage. He had a a copy of issue number one, and it was stolen from a storage unit oh. that he had. Like, why you would keep that in a storage unit, I don't know. 
but he was reimbursed for the for it by his insurance company, and then he had to. I think they wanted to refund the money because he actually a few years later he did end up recovering it. Hmm. So, but of course you would insure something like that. I can't believe Nicholas Cage had a copy of it, but then I was like, didn't they try to cast him as Superman there at one point? They did. And I guess they finally succeeded with the Teen Titans movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you really, you wouldn't even have to pay him. He was already paid $14 million. Mm. Or was it $4 million? He was. He did get an upfront fee when he was cast. I'd say, you know, most... Which is smart. <laughs> yeah, most big-name actors, of course, they, they do... So, <laughs> next on the agenda here yeah. <laughs> that I have, uh, what do you think Sony is going to do? I know, uh, you know, we have the the PS5 coming out this year, mm-hmm. but um, people don't really see the money side of what's going on with Sony and everything. I know they took a a big hit. I believe it was the PS3, and the PS4. I think they kind of broke even, whereas the the PS3, I think they were losing money uh, with the consoles. Going to correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, do you think that Sony is having some some woes? I mean, they skipped E3 last year, and they're I believe they're skipping again this year. So I believe that I think they're going to have to do something. And I know the price point of the PS5 from everything I'm reading is about. $500, which is, I mean, that's about average for a new console, not including Nintendo, but um, between Sony and Microsoft. And uh, do you think that they're going to lose money on it? Do you think they're going to make money? Do you think they'll be able to redeem themselves or scrap it and start all over? I, I never underestimate the amount of money that a gamer is going to throw at something that they can play on. Yeah. Um, you know, you see most people build like $1,200 computers just to play one video game. Well, well, or multiple video games. Yeah. I mean, ideally, but, you know. <laughs> that's, that's you know, true. Uh, PC is the master race, is what everyone says. But, I mean, it uh, you can do a lot, though, with a PC. And you can play a lot of games on it. You can play pretty much really the majority of the games on it that you want to play anyhow mm-hmm. um, I mean especially and, where you have you know services like Steam mm-hmm. and now Steam is doing like I know Steam has done cross play before with other with consoles um, I know that they're playing really friendly Microsoft is playing really friendly also with Nintendo and I think Sony has kind of just snubbed Nintendo completely out of the way and because I, you had Nintendo, they really screwed up when they made the Wii U, I believe. And it wasn't necessarily the system was that a, a bad system. It was that it was terrible marketing. A lot of people thought it was just like an attachment for the Wii. They didn't know that it was a standalone system itself. Right. And I think that, that probably came a lot from the you know the name itself. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the Wii, <laughs> the U. I, I still don't know what the U stands for, if it stood for anything, really. It's... Yeah, that's a good question because I, I would think maybe like user interface because Worse. like you had like the handheld mm-hmm. tablet uh, that you could play everything on. Right. But I don't know what else it would be. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the only thing I can think of as well. Um, uh, my kids, uh, we still have a Wii U at the house just mm-hmm. uh, 
they watch Netflix and stuff, and they play a few games on them. But we've all upgraded to the Switches, and mm-hmm. um, see, I kind of dropped out of the console community uh, after the PS3 and the Xbox 360, and I just I never did get a uh, Xbox One or PS4. Um, now, with the both the Xbox Series X, which I think is a stupid name, but yeah. I'm not Microsoft. Yeah. Um, I mean, clearly they know a little something about marketing. They, Bill they Gates do. was the richest man in the world at one point. For a long time. Really nice guy, though. But um, Yeah. That's what all the people at Bates High School say. Yeah. And of course, went well, there after I graduated. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't but, care when you were there. No, I didn't care at all. But, uh, you know... When the, that and the PS5 drop later this year, you know we'll see what goes uh, what goes on um, uh, and see how well I, both systems do. I really think um, with the with Xbox, they're really working how Google is with the Stadia. You know they have where everything is just streamed, and um, I, I do think it's the future. Is it there right now? I don't think so. I don't think it's 100% there right now, and Google Stadia will be just a stepping stone. Just like, personally, I don't think VR is there right now. I think VR is still yet a, a little while away. I mean, it's getting better. It's improving, but that's how it, with all technology. Right. I mean, back in the day, remember your first home computer was <laughs> yeah. old and slow, and now you, you've got a computer. Well, a phone is more technologically advanced than anything we had even in high school yeah yeah like now you can probably hack the pentagon with a with a cell phone i mean hopefully their security is a little more upgraded but yeah you know compared to <laughs> like you that would be like witchcraft to somebody in the 1970s oh, oh yeah can you imagine a time traveler going back in time and then just like having a cell phone he'd probably blow up his head would explode that's true. And they need to hunt you down. I'm just imagine like Red Foreman <laughs> seeing a, a cell phone. For oh, he the wouldn't first know time. what to do with it. He'd, he'd probably say something about where he was in the war, and then, you know, call you a dummy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then put, you know, threaten to put his foot up there. And then break the phone. And like, then break the phone. This was there was the '70s, so yeah, that yeah. just seemed like a very, very big time to break objects and yeah. I've heard of people like older people breaking plates I never understood that I don't like breaking yeah. things I thought it was just like a, a Greek celebration thing <sighs> no, you know, I just start like, breaking plates out of <laughs> you know that and I not, personally I've never had like the gamer rage to where I get so mad at a game I throw and break a controller or something I don't know if you've ever experienced that I've but never broken it but I have thrown it I've never like got to that point where I just got so mad that I you know, broken control, which also back in the day a lot when I did play games and maybe did have more anger back then, you know, teenage years, the controllers were all wired. So if you did throw it, unless you threw it really hard, it was still attached to the system. That's true. I mean, the other day I just got really mad. I was getting, just getting really frustrated with my computer because mm-hmm. after the last uh, Windows update, mm-hmm. couldn't couldn't reconnect through Wi-Fi oh, anymore. Yeah. So ended up breaking the, uh, the click the clicker of the right mouse, right, oh. uh, you know, right mouse button. Mm-hmm. So I had to take it apart and then tape it back in. So, <laughs> but that was, yeah, it wasn't that bad. But I would definitely have preferred to have not broken. <laughs> yeah, broken I, I can definitely see that. Um, continuing forward, mm-hmm. I know 
you're more so into the collectibles and comics and stuff like that than I am. Um, what? What came out today? I know today's a big day in the comic book community. Oh, yeah, Wednesday is new comic book day. Mm. Uh, so one thing that uh, has come out, uh, there's a few. Uh, one, the first issue of the new Wolverine series has been released today. Okay. And that has been... They're doing this whole House of X thing and Powers of X. They just, like, totally revamped their X-Men line. Um, so Wolverine is now basically the, like, the field commander of... X-Force, which is the Mutant Nation CIA. It's a good fitting role for him, I believe. It really is. Um, so a lot of it is like former X-Force members. Well, like you got Domino in there, who was featured in the second Deadpool movie. Mm -hmm. um, she's, she's not, no superpowers, she's just really lucky. Well, no, that is her superpower. <laughs> not very cinematic, De Deadpool though. would argue with that. Yeah. Uh, so we have that going on. And uh, like this mission, they're ba they're trying to find people who are I guess I have to kind of like backtrack on it. So, Krakoa is the, the, their mutant nation, which is also a, a mutant itself. Uh, it was a, a character in Island that was introduced in Giant Size X-Men number one, which okay. introduced Wolverine, Colossus, Nightcrawler, Storm onto the team, uh, as well as Sunfire and Thunderbird. Mm -hmm. So, um, now they have started living on there. Mm-hmm. And it is creating these flowers that are also like super drugs. And I don't mean like, you know, getting you high drugs, but like they're super medicine. Okay. Like if somebody has Alzheimer's, it can cure Alzheimer's. You know, cure cancer. Like these are like literally miracle drugs. Stuff and part of this... would be nice to have now. Right. That would be amazing to have, unfortunately. And we might have it, but, you know, nobody wants to... There's no money to be made in cures. Nope, only medicine. Yeah. <laughs> so, what they're doing with that, um, somebody's been, like, stealing it and selling it on the black market. Kind of like when there was that problem with, like, heroin and fentanyl. It's essentially that kind of problem. Okay. Uh, so, they're trying to track down who it is that is making it and selling it. And they are cutting it with something awful because people are, like, exploding from the inside after taking <laughs> the, the Krakoan drugs now. Sounds like a trip to Taco Bell. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what's going on with that and this. And he's actually, like, the mutant CIA is now coming into contact with the human CIA and the American CIA. So I would have, definitely have to put that uh, as one of the ones that I would put on the list or for best comics that came out must today. Must-reads for today. Definitely a must-read. Okay. Um, so, something the, new Batman, the current Batman series is also very good. The, uh, the comic... Um, event that they've going on, got going on is there was like a pact between the Gotham's rogues and this like secret anonymous individual mm. uh, who got them all together and made it to where they could, they could plan the perfect heist to defeat Batman. Didn't finish that issue today, but you know, it's a good, it's a good run. I would definitely check it out. Uh, talking on Batman, mm -hmm. what do you think of Robert Pattinson and the, uh, <laughs> in the bat suit? Robert Pattinson, but I think it's looking good so far. It kind of reminds me of uh, the last Gotham game, Arkham or Arkham game, Arkham Knight. Uh, you know, I really enjoyed the Arkham games. Those are some of my favorite superhero games. Yeah, some of the best video games period that they've put out yeah. in the past few years. Um, I think the I, I liked the uh, I told you about the cell that they had going on where you got all those games. 
Um, actually, it might have been for free. Um, like the Batman. Yeah, on the, well, the Steam store. Yeah, I don't know. Was it Steam or it was another client? I think I can't remember. Whatever client puts those mm-hmm. games out, but yeah, they were all all there. I don't like it. Even the Lego Batman games. I'm a big fan of the Lego games too. They're they're quirky and they're quirky and they're fun and they're just. A good time without being too serious, but then it still has story to it, even though it's miscued a little bit. But that's what I enjoy about it too. Yeah. And, and uh, speaking of superhero games, I know you're excited about the Avengers game coming out, and especially the Hulk that comes that you can get with it with pre-order, right? Yes, and uh, we got to show that to to our viewers right now. I mean, this is. It's 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 neat for for one and for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know they have this. Uh, they're, they're calling it Outback Hulk, and he, you can see he kind of has like this Aboriginal design, okay. uh, you know, paint on him. Oh, I, I really like that. That's yeah, I like that they you know he's gray like the original Hulk was. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I like the. I like that look. I like he's got a little scruff to him too. Yeah, he was fitting right with her, her cast here, except hey, for his exactly. <laughs> man, a few words though, I would assume. Oh, yeah, very <laughs> few words. Unless this is like Endgame Hulk, where he's like merged with Banner. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And this is—it's really very reminiscent of a couple of other takes on uh, on the Hulk okay. um, that they've had in the comics in the past few years. Um, specifically, obviously, the design of him in the Outback. Is very uh, similar to the House of M storyline, uh, where I never read his part of that. Okay, but he did. He was in the outback with a, a group of Aborigines. Okay, um, as you can see here, uh, that's uh, couldn't find any of the uh, any good pictures of the artwork, but that was a uh, and uh, a Marvel Legends action figure they put out a few years ago with in a box set, and it's also kind of with. Uh, like across with the Barbarian Hulk as well from uh, the Mark Silvestri run. I like that. That's uh, I like that rendition of Hulk. Actually, it's probably one of my favorite renditions of the Hulk that I've seen. Yeah. Um, which the the gray one, the one that's coming with the that you can get with the Avengers game. It doesn't come specifically with it. Don't get me. Yeah, you do have my words twisted. Bundle. There. Yeah, you have to pre-order the bundle to get it. Yeah. And is that through GameStop? Or? Yeah, that would be a GameStop exclusive. It was part okay. of their Gamerverse line for Marvel Legends, which they before they put out a, uh, a Spider-Man figure of that, okay. uh, from the uh, PS4 Spider-Man game. Uh, and there's also two other fantastic uh, game, by the way. Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, there's not. I don't think I've played a better Spider-Man game at all. Um, no, because it just mechanics and everything just everything flows so well, and it's just a really good take on Spider-Man in the video game world. And uh, another thing that they've they've also had a couple of other Spider-Man suits from that line, mm-hmm. uh, the Velocity suit, Marvel Legend, and uh, the Spider Armor Mark III, I believe, which is all which was uh, taken from the comics mm-hmm. from the Ends of the Earth storyline. Yeah. So I mean, you can't go wrong with either one of those. But and if you if you can still track down that original one, that original PS4. Uh, Suit design was mm. pretty sweet. It was. Um, continuing with some more collectibles, I know something else that you're excited about is the GI Joes. Oh, of course. The uh, I've never seen better looking GI Joes myself. Um, I know back you know when I was growing up, it was I always loved watching the GI Joes, and uh, I watched a lot of GI Joes, Ninja Turtles, Beast Wars. 
we were, Beast Wars was amazing. I loved Beast Wars, and yeah. I loved all the the Beast Wars toys back then. But I wish I would have kept them all in box now, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> can't go back now. That's true. Yeah. So what uh, what we see we got here the first one that they've uh, shown pictures of right now is Snake Eyes for the Six Inch Classified series. I think that's probably my favorite figure. You know, I mean, it, it just looks amazing. He's got that great military look to him, and mm-hmm. I think they're saying this one is going to be a convention exclusive. Uh, which has the uh, background, the backdrop, which is also a weapon stand for a mm-hmm. dojo. That's why it comes with like so many additional weapons there in the foam. I imagine this will probably go out first uh, to the uh, some of the convention goers or, or expo goers at Toy Fair this week. Um, Where's that take place at? That takes place in uh, New York. New York, okay. I know New York mm-hmm. and California are two of the, the big ones for mm-hmm. the expos. So. One year I need to make it out to E3. That's it's like yeah. a wish of mine is to make it to E3 sometime and see all see all of that. They really make it difficult for anybody to get to E3. Mm. Like if you're not like somebody in the gaming industry. Right. I know E3 would be fun. I used to would love to have went to BlizzCon, but that's kind of went downhill. And Blizzard has made a lot of people mad. Uh, yeah, with, especially during the China protests. Oh, well, the China protests and before that because that. People were already mad before that, but because uh, the E3, or not the E3, but the BlizzCon before that left a really bad taste in people's mouth. Uh, one of the, um, I can't remember his title, but one of the people that works for Blizzard, when a when they showed off Diablo Immortal, which is going to be for a smartphone, well, I don't think we've heard anything else about it really, <laughs> but uh, people were booing because they were expecting Diablo 4. Mm-hmm. Um, which now has been shown off at this BlizzCon this year, or this past BlizzCon, whatever. But um, yeah, when he, he made the comment after they were all booing of, well, don't you all have phones? <laughs> Not, gamers, I mean, we may enjoy... Everybody pl- has a phone. <laughs> Everybody has a phone, but we, you know, we, we enjoy playing on the phones when we're you know, on the go, unless mm. I have my Switch with me, which I usually do. Right. Um, but... Gaming on the phone is just not as much fun, I'm sorry, as gaming on a console or a PC or anything else, really. Because you, you have to continually, to get better in the game, usually you have to keep forking out more money. It's like, oh, this game is free to play. And then it's like, oh, I'm level five. Oh, to continue forward, you have to pay this much to do these quests or whatever. And it's all stupid. And I'm sure the Diablo Immortal probably wouldn't have been much better and I mean around here you know we don't have the greatest service if you have AT&T well, that's but, true uh, but if you have Appalachian Wireless it's fantastic or, or Verizon yeah, yeah. They, both of those are good choices Appalachian Wireless especially uh, and I know they're they're local so it's nice to be able to with yeah. local businesses and everything um, speaking of local businesses I will go ahead and give a shout out to uh, Jen Kopecky and uh, City Perk, City yes, Perk for letting us set up here today. Yeah, thank you, Jen. Uh, stop by here anytime, guys. Get you a nice coffee. They have some sweet treats in the case and everything. And and we're enjoying some fine signature brew right it now. It is delicious. Pinky's out, people. Yep. And it's not too hot. So if we spilled it on ourselves this time, it's not going to cause third degree burn. To begin, it was very hot. It was extremely hot. <laughs> Um, Sheena just made a fresh pot. <laughs> yes, but it's delicious. Come on down here anytime, guys, in business hours, of course. <laughs> yeah. Don't come down right now. No, it's just a bunch of 
yeah. nerds sitting around here talking. Yeah. <laughs> um, We're not going to give you any service. We'll just give you some like looks until you leave. Oh, <laughs> um, um, so you know what this world really needs right now, Kevin? What? What do they need right now? This world needs Captain Planet. They do need Captain Planet. He's our hero. He's going to take pollution down to zero. I mean, he tried in the 90s. I think we were doing pretty well for a while. That's something that's overdue. They really need to come back out with Captain Planet. I believe that really instilled some some good behaviors on some of us, but I really think that Captain Planet needs to come back around and you know, for round two. The, the, the problem is, you know, the billionaires now don't care about pollution. <laughs> that is, that's true. Uh, you know, the one that did was Ted Turner. That's why he created Captain Planet. <laughs> that was a passion project for him. Well, yeah, that's that's true. Uh, maybe we can, can, can someone can come out with a, a Captain Planet version too. He needs updated anyhow. Jeff Bezos, you know, <laughs> Elon Musk. You guys got the money? I could see Elon Musk doing it. Elon I, Musk would definitely be a Captain Planet like from like. Prom- I could see promoter. him being Captain Planet. <laughs> I mean, he, that's probably what he's trying to do. Yeah. Our our powers combined. I'm powered by a lithium battery. Yeah, uh, I could actually. He would make a good Iron Man. I think he's trying to be Iron Man. I can see it. <laughs> the next time he's trying to Elon Musk. Jeff Bezos has a very Lex Luthor type look about him. Oh, he does. He really does. Uh, <laughs> so he's probably not going to help him. I mean, he was mm. trying to do space travel. He was trying to take the fight to Superman. <laughs> we do have the Space Force now, Kevin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sign up for the Space Force today. Yeah. Go fight Go fight uh, <laughs> Superman while he's just a baby. <laughs> or Goku. Or Goku, yeah. It's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, basically. So Goku was Superman with the tail. Mm, <laughs> oh, I love anime. I do. Mm. I don't really have much anime to talk about today because I've been... Uh, I'm actually re- uh, watching the third season of Seven Deadly Sins right now, which is mm-hmm. good if you haven't checked it out. The whole se- the whole series is good. Um, I, like, I really like Bond in there, which I'm more of the... <sighs> Not the main character kind of guy. Like Goku's not my favorite. I like uh, Vegeta better. And Vegeta has a much better character arc. Oh, yeah, he definitely does. His uh, character development is phenomenal. Uh, that's one thing that I really like is how he's progressed from being a villain to now wholesome family man. Wholesome family man <laughs> that actually raises his son, unlike Goku. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, you know, it's Piccolo. Yeah. Piccolo is no doubt the the best father figure in there. I would say Yamcha would be a better father than Goku. <laughs> he wasn't dying all the time. Yeah, I mean it's not his fault. He's just you know weak. Oh, and a little other anime news. That's also a bit of a collectible news. Uh, oh, is this the uh, the Vegeta figure that you were showing me? No, but oh. that one is sweet. The uh, Uzaru. Yes, that that is a that's an awesome figure. I really yeah. like that. Uh, this one is uh, it's uh, from Samurai Champloo. It's going to be a collectible brought out by uh, Storm Collectibles. We have some Pokemon fans out there. I myself am a huge one. I'm a, mm-hmm. um, we have a new series as the Pokemon uh, Twilight Wings, and it's on YouTube. It's a it's some short uh, episodes, mm-hmm. and it's not uh, revolving around Ash and Ash's adventures. Which is nice. It's nice to have a, a turn from that. I mean, we did have uh, a series that had Red, but Red is a character a lot like Ash. This right here is like showing other characters and everything. It's, and it's based in Galar, which, if you don't know, is the newest region that Pokemon is in right now. Which we have 
two animes of Pokemon going right now. The main series and this series right here, which is on YouTube. And like I said, the the episodes are short. And there's only two out right now, but the art style is phenomenal. And if you're a Pokemon fan, go check that out. It's actually on the Pokemon's official YouTube channel. Um, and continuing on from Pokemon, actually, we have Pokemon Day coming on the 27th. And they are showing off a new mythical that was kind of, it was a silhouette in the Coral Coral magazine, which is a Japanese-only magazine, and it's mainly Pokemon news and other news from over there that, of course, we enjoy over here as well from mm -hmm. in Japan. And um, it, the mythical Pokemon, it, it's really unique looking the, from the silhouette. It looks kind of like a monkey. It has like the long tail, and it looks like it has four mm -hmm. bands in each arm. But from what I can tell, I think it's going to be some sort of monkey legendary. And Sword and Shield dropped last year, and they're having um, an expansion pass for the first time ever for Pokemon. Well, that's surprising. And it, you know, DLC. A lot of there's there's been a lot of turmoil in the Pokemon fan base, and some people enjoy it, some people don't. But the expansion pass for the first time ever, it's, it's nice because you're not having to buy a third game to get all the content. Whereas right. before, you'd have, I would use um, um, the second generation, for example. You mm -hmm. had gold and silver, mm -hmm. and then you had crystal. Yeah. So you had the third game, which was more expanded and all that. But now you've got just sword, uh, sword and shield. And then you have the expansion passes, which are coming out with additional islands and adding new Pokemon to the game because they did not put all the Pokemon, all 800 and some Pokemon, in the game. So that was another thing, a reason for turmoil. Uh, but well, let, let me ask you this because you're, yes. you know, you're you're much more plugged into the Pokemon mm -hmm. uh, fandom, and well, just you know, especially with the video games. Uh, I hadn't played one, I think, since. Black Moon or something. Because you had... Uh, it, was for the, it was for the DS. Okay. Uh, you had Black and White. Okay, it was the black one. Okay. Yeah. And then you had uh, Black 2 and White 2 also. Yeah. But is there really a need to release multiple versions of the same game anymore? Why Why is the... Especially with, like, the Switch, wouldn't it just be better to make it all a comprehensive game? Well, I mean, they do it for... Main purposes, of course, to sell. But, <laughs> yes, but also they spread it out between the two. That way, it also gets you trading with other people and interacting with other people. That was one of the big things about Pokemon. If you remember back in the day, the Game Boys, you had the yeah. link cables, yeah, so, the you link know, cable. and then you went from that to the IR with trading with the mm -hmm. uh, Nintendo Game Boy Advance, which mm -hmm. had, you know, I don't think you had to use. Yeah, I think it, yeah, it was just like kind of like the infrared with yep. the, like a remote control. And then you went from that to the DS, mm -hmm. which then the DSi, if I'm not mistaken, is what introduced internet to the DS. I think the original DS had it. Did it ha yeah, it had internet. It didn't have a browser, though, did right. it? Yeah, and then the DSi had a browser. Okay, yeah, thank you. Um, and then you could trade worldwide. Now, you know, you can still trade worldwide, but also it's still yet um, with the release of these games. There's also now an app called Pokemon Home. Pokemon which, Home. Pokemon Home, which has, it's where you can you can store all your Pokemon, and you can trade all the way up from what you had on the black and white games through the Pokemon Bank, which then you can send it up to the, the and the app itself is for the smartphones, mm -hmm. and is also for the Nintendo Switch. And it's fifteen ninety nine a year for the premium, right. or like the, 
the uh, like mag- the mega storage. Yeah, yeah. I think it gets stored like the three thousand Pokemon, which is wow. a, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Are <laughs> there a, even three thousand Pokemon? No, in there, the series? there's not. There's okay. uh, eight hundred and some. I can't remember the exact number off the top of my head, but uh, but there's different forms of a lot of Pokemon too. Though there's um, Pokemon called Alcremie mm-hmm. in the new games that has. 40 some different forms or whatever it, it looks like a little pile of whipped cream with flavors <laughs> on it and uh, depending on the the topping that you evolve it with is what toppings it has on what color it evolves into so yeah. that's kind of nifty but um, anyhow going back to what you were talking about the different versions it's just interacting with other people really trying yeah. to get you to unless you buy both versions and then you can do it all yourself but it's like it would be more complicated to do by yourself. Though. Well, not with Pokemon Home. That kind of helps out a lot. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, but if you don't have Pokemon Home, you can or trade. you don't have all the disposable income to get multiple copies of the same game. Which, actually, with the Switch, wouldn't do you much good because the saves are no longer on the cartridges with the Switch. Hmm. When you save your games on the Switch, they're on the system itself. So you, yeah. you couldn't trade with yourself anymore, really. And yeah, that makes sense. You'd have to have multiple Switches with you know, different saves on and stuff. <laughs> Makes it a lot more complicated, but yeah, that's the the main reasoning is just trying to get you to interact with other people and uh, to catch them all, which actually is just an American thing, by the What's way. What's it called in the in Japan? Uh, it, they didn't have the catchphrase "gotta oh, catch okay. them all" in Japan. That was never a, like that wasn't a thing over there really. It was mainly when it got uh, westernized, it yeah. became. Well, they also had James like shoot at them in, in, a, in one of the episodes of the cartoons. So. Yeah, they do have some <laughs> banned episodes. Um, it, you know, kind of switching gears from Pokemon, mm-hmm. but still staying along the same lines. You had last year, you had Detective Pikachu. Yeah, big hit, huge hit. That was a fantastic movie. It really was, it, and I think they did a really good job, like imp- implementing the Pokemon and and with the, with uh, the, human, world. the human world. It looked enough like the Pokemon, but not making it look too realistic to where it looked off. It would be terrifying if it looked too realistic. Like you oh, can make yeah. a, a horror movie from Pokemon if you made can, it. Can you imagine Venusaur in real life? That would be. It's like a, it's a giant frog, though. Venusaur is technically a frog. Venusaur's a frog. Yes, if you watch the uh, walking animation from Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, yeah. it hops, and it's based huh. off of a frog. If you didn't know, it's it's a little I weird. No idea. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, it was a great movie. But another video game movie just beat it. Can you tell everyone what it is, Kevin? That would be Sonic the Hedgehog, which I think nobody expected that whatsoever, especially after the backlash last year when the first uh, first clip of it came out where he looked absolutely horrifying and had human teeth. <laughs> Sonic smile. You can't get that Sonic <laughs> smile out of your head. Like that's, that's, that's nightmare fuel. <laughs> I'm really glad that they listened to the fan base, though, and stopped it and were like, hey, thank you all for your feedback. Mm -hmm. We will work on it. They pushed back the release, and they they fixed it, Mm -hmm. and it looks great. I've I've not got a chance to watch it yet. I haven't either, but it's... I've 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 seen some reviews on it and it's it's really positive. Yeah, that's the I think the only complaint really that I've seen from it is there wasn't enough snarky jokes that Sonic is famous for. I mean, yeah. Sonic's <laughs> basically like the Spider-Man of the of the video game the world. video game world yeah. or the well, let's see yeah Sonic Sega like the Sega world or yeah Sega he, Sega universe. It seems like I don't know what the I, I heard a lot that like. 
the mid and after credit scene seems to be setting up possibly a video game cinematic universe. I mean, I'm hoping John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins show up reprising Mario and Luigi. I mean, you could really do something like that with, you have the, uh, or not Pokemon, but Super Smash Brothers. You have all those characters, Sonics and Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. You've got the Pokemon and Super Smash Brothers, and then you have Mario, obviously, and Super Smash Brothers. You could make a, a video game based on the Super Smash Brothers storyline, which is... I mean, that's a, it's a great storyline, too. Yeah. Which, Smash you wouldn't Smash. think that. I don't know how many people <laughs> are familiar with the, uh, the Super Smash Brothers storyline. I think some people just think it's just like a brawling game, but there's a great story there. Yeah, the new one was really good, and they keep they've, they're adding more and more characters into it, which is always great. I'm a big... I always like playing as either, um, let's see, Pit or Dark Pit, especially. In uh, the newer ones, though, I like um, they've Joker from Persona. He's mm. a playable character, and he's he's really fun to play with. Um, see, for me, I'm like I'm like it's it's two extremes. Like I'm either like Kirby or Solid Snake. So Kirby's I mean, both of them have Kirby's they good. they have their merits to them. Um, you know, for a long time, I think the everyone hated playing against King K. Rule from Donkey Kong. Oh, that was he, awful. He was just so OP for a long time. I think they they nerfed him, but he was... Not in the story mode, though. <laughs> no. Yeah, he, he... The belly bump and then being able to fly, and I think something that big should be able to fly, personally, yeah, absolutely. with that little tiny... <laughs> a little tiny propeller, but whatever. It's a video game world. What yeah. can you... Uh, yeah, it's not do? supposed to be realistic. <laughs> Oh, speaking of realism, mm. something I want to get get to real quick. Uh, you know, for a while, you know, at, at one point, the biggest cartoon and just like media franchise was He Man and the Masters. Of the oh Universe. yeah, yeah, big, and, really big. You know, it's making a comeback with uh, you know the animated series that mm. Kevin Smith is producing. I love Kevin Smith. Uh, one of the one of the the best comics that came out today too was uh, He Man and Masters of the Multiverse, Ooh. which is anti Eternia He Man, like traveling around to the different He Man universes to gather the power of Grayskull, mm. and one of those uh -oh. I happen to have a representation of right here. Kevin's box of goodies is Rebel Leader He Man, uh, and they they call him Looking Down He Man. Well, Keldor does. See, the other thing with this is. Uh, in this comic book series, they have the movie He Man, mm -hmm. and uh, the only person that they can find to that they think would be able to beat Anti-Eternia He Man would be Keldor, who is the uh, original form of Skeletor before he became Skeletor, before he was yeah. he emerged with the demon. So, yeah, let's take a look at that real quick. Nice Make sure I have it set up for the camera there. It's a nice looking He-Man. It is. And you can't just have you can't just have He-Man without Skeletor. Ooh. So we've got the Dark Despot Skeletor, which is you know played wonderfully by Frank Langella in the He-Man and Masters of the Universe movie. Oh, well, I like that. Yeah. I've always loved the look of Skeletor. Always. It's a it's a great look to him, and especially. One of the things that doesn't get enough praise is the designs mm -hmm. from the movie. Um, I can't remember the name. It's Stout. His last name's Stout, who, who, who designed the, the looks for the film. 
Um, you know, there's great comic book art on, or you know, art on the back of it, and we'll show that as well. Way you can all see the front of it. I really like the God Skeletor. That's just yeah. I have him as well. I'm gonna save it for next week. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but you know, I just wanted to you know give the people a little peek here, a little, a little taste. Yeah. And these are ones. These are some of the last ones that are going to be put out in this style as well. Oh, that's, um, a, that's a bummer because that style is yeah. The, the, this classic style that they put out. Um, what it is is it was uh, it was taken. Mattel licensed it out to this company called Super Seven. Okay. Um, they've been doing quite a few collectibles throughout the years. They also have a Conan. Uh, action figure coming in the barbarian figure coming out in the style as well. I love all that stuff from back then coming back. Right, like, it's 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 what the people want. It is. They want that nostalgia, and I was gonna I was gonna open these up on air, but I just figured like you know what, just let them just I'll just you know let it be looked at because yeah. <laughs> they're so nice. They are. They're really nice looking um, figures. And these were ones that had to be pre-ordered from Super Seven's website. Love that staff too. Yeah, that's it's a great it's uh, I like how they how they made it everything look in the in the movie and uh, yeah like the, you can still get these on uh, websites you know like uh, Big Bad Toy Store mm -hmm. um, if you're if you're interested in it there's four in the set it was uh, the Rebel Leader He Man uh, two versions of Skeletor there's the the original and then there's God Skeletor and then there's Commander Karg who has a hook for a hand. Apparently his his thing was he was also like he was like half bat half human half bat, so yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just mad bat. Wait, yeah, that's that's already <laughs> that's already taken. It's already taken. Yeah. Um, but part of the reason that this was some of the last ones from uh, the classic style, um, Mattel they're they're working on uh, creating something. It's, it's an updated version of the old vintage look, of the old vintage figures. Uh, they're calling it Origins, and they've also got some out right now which are part of the. Uh, WWE figures. Um, they've got like Sting and Clawful together. So he has like, where his whole motif was like a mm -hmm. scorpion. So he's got like it's supposed to be like a scorpion claw. And okay. Triple H is supposed to be kind of like their Skeletor. He is a very Skeletor esque. Yeah, and he always does like his his especially his WrestleMania interests are always like he's like a like a Skull King. So it makes it really makes sense for him. See, I, I kind of got out of wrestling a long time ago, but I was always. Undertaker was my favorite, and then my second favorite was Kane, and I always loved that rivalry between the two. And then mm -hmm. from there, I had uh, Mankind, yeah, and uh, Stone Cold and The Rock. That's like my top five yeah. of all time. I mean, those those were the like when you think, especially when you think of like late nineties wrestling. Yeah, that, was that was wrestling. Really what I was into, <laughs> other uh, than the NWO. Yeah, yeah. You love to hate the NWO. I think was the thing. That was, yeah, <laughs> there was no really getting around that. No. Um, um, uh, moving on from there, uh, something that we were talking about uh, Dragon Ball Z earlier, a series that's been going on on YouTube for a long time. Yeah, it was well, 11 years, wasn't it? Uh, I believe so. It's believe been so. it's been quite some time as a, a parody of Dragon Ball mm -hmm. uh, or Dragon Ball Z, and it's made by a group called Team Four Star. Yeah, they're they're hilarious. If you've never watched it, check out Team Four Star. They've ended their series. They're not doing the Boo Saga. No, unfortunately. They, they did um, the from the beginning of Dragon Ball Z all the way through the, the Cell Saga. And their rendition, it's hilarious. It's not like the serious Dragon Ball Z. It is 
joking and just making fun, really. It's it's a nice parody of Dragon Ball Z. It's using the same animation, though. It's just they're voicing over. Yeah, and it definitely was not uh, politically correct in any <laughs> shape or no. form. No, not it too not. bad, but like, yeah. <laughs> I still Vegeta is probably my favorite from that as well. Just the fight between him and Goku. Are you okay in there? Sure, I'm surrounded by gumdrops and ice cream. <laughs> oh, but it's a sh- it's a shame that they're not going to keep going forward with it. It really is. Uh, I've not I've not watched like the entire series. I've seen like select episodes, mm. and I've watched a few of their uh, their bridge versions of the films. Yep, and it's definitely you know their version of the of the first Broly movie is <laughs> <This is> great. <laughs> Another one by them is the Helsing abridged, which makes me want to watch Helsing. By the way, I mean that's good. That's that's it's when a parody series makes you want to watch the original. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's so you know it's good. But Alucard and that is just hilarious. Hmm. Uh, if you've not watched that, they, I think they come out with it, an episode like every Halloween or around the time is when they were doing it. I don't know if they still oh, are or not, but it was it was hilarious. Um, from what the what the team said in their uh, kind of like farewell video is they said they just couldn't do it justice, so right. they didn't want to even really try. It makes sense, uh, which, I mean, there's so many episodes of Dragon Ball Z. At least they're not getting into something as big as... Um, super? Well, no, it's not Super, but uh, One Piece. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One Piece goes on forever. So does uh, Bleach. Both of those are extremely long animes. <laughs> if you get sucked into it, you're going to be there for a while. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I watched a lot of Bleach. I haven't finished that series though. Or is Bleach still going? Even I, mean, I, I think mean, so. <laughs> I think they have some version. It has of, no end. <laughs> you know. Like I started watching Dragon Ball last oh. year because I was going to watch the I was going to watch the entire entirety of the Dragon Ball saga. Yeah, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and then uh, Super. Super. Yeah, GT is just not canon, so you can yeah. just skip over it. Yeah, it didn't happen. That was it's kind of a. Uh, it's a pretty daunting task. Even. I think I got to like episode 38, and I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm going to have to stop. <laughs> back in my childhood, I, I tried to watch Naruto. Not Naruto, yeah. Naruto, Naruto Shippuden, but just regular Naruto. Mm-hmm. And back then, even I was like, that's too kid-like. And the same thing with Dragon Ball. I couldn't get into Dragon Ball or Naruto. They were just too kid-like to me. Yeah. And I wanted something more serious. I was an angsty teenager. I wanted seriousness, okay? <laughs> and... Um, so I watched. I started watching Shippuden, and that's what I've been watching a lot of is Naruto Shippuden, and I've really fallen in love with it. Actually, my tattoo is from Itachi and uh, Naruto Shippuden. No, I'll get it on camera. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, but, uh, um, yeah I, I absolutely love it. And, you know, I love anime, but there's a few American cartoons that I do enjoy, mm-hmm. uh, Family Guy, and. You watch uh, Venture Brothers? I did. I love Venture Brothers Venture as well. Brothers is amazing. <laughs> uh, but from Venture Brothers, like we could start talking about, uh, you know, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty is that. That's what's taking <laughs> that's everything right now. By storm, everyone loves Rick and Morty. And I mean, once the Szechuan sauce incident happened, you knew that there was something going on with <laughs> Pickle Rick. And speaking of Pickle Rick, those Australians in the land down under get something nice now. Uh, I guess you could say nice. They're getting some. Yeah. Rick and Morty donuts at Krispy Kreme. They're doing a line of 
donuts and a drink. There's a pickle Rick donut, which I'm not a fan of pickles, but pickles and donuts just even that doesn't sound appetizing to me. That doesn't sound like a very good <laughs> idea. No, I don't know if it's actually pickle <laughs> flavor, but there's pickle Rick on it, and they have a few other ones. Um, there's a shake or something as well. Is it gonna be like pickle flavored? No, it's not pickle flavored. Oh, there's, there's the uh, bleep or. Not bleep. What, what is that thing that the, the fleep? Fleep. I think fleep juice or something yeah. like that is the uh, shake. And then you had a strawberry donut and a simple Rick. I think it was a simple. Yeah, simple Rick's wafer. Yeah, wafer simple donut. Rick's wafer donut. It's like I'm intrigued by them, but I really don't want to try a pickled flavored donut. Yeah, um, that's true. You know. See, so the reason that they that they get this stuff overseas is Americans. We don't know how to how to handle things. Yeah, I mean, like, like, like I said, like the whole Szechuan incident. <laughs> that's why we didn't get the Pokemon burgers at Burger King like they got in Japan. Uh, that's true. What in tarnation is this? <laughs> My burger looks like a Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> um, that Doug Demidome getting, getting, <laughs> getting a Pikachu burger. <laughs> Doug Demidome, Homer of the Demsdale Demidome. <laughs> All right, if you could have... Anything like series wise as a smartphone, what would you pick? As a smartphone, oh, uh, you know, after playing Metal Gear Solid Five, I'd have to go with that because okay. the the iDroid that they had, and they did have a case for it for a while, so I could have kind of had it, but like that would ju that would probably be it. See, I don't know how this like just went completely over, uh, like off the scale, like off the radar for me. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that Samsung actually released a Star Wars edition smartphone last year. I think it was like last December they released it. Um, I think it was the Note 10 or the, uh, the yeah the Note 10 Plus. They had a Star Wars edition that I have not seen. And if any of your viewers out there have one, yeah. uh, show us a picture. I don't know. Yeah, send us a picture. Even... We'd like to see it. Yeah. In person, and tell us if it works very well. Yeah, I have a Note 8 myself, and I always I enjoy the notes, but that's a that's something I'd like to get a good look at and maybe try. I know my wife; she's a huge Star Wars fan, so I'm sure she would enjoy it as well. Um, see, that's something I, I hadn't heard about as either is the the Samsung uh, Star Wars phone, which is like surprising. I don't know how they really, yeah. how they really went. Like unnoticed. Yeah, I, I was just you know doing some, you know, a little bit of research and stuff like that to give us a few talking points. And I saw that and I'm like, wait, what? They they did this? Yeah. How was this not advertised like widely? Uh, you had the Star Wars movie and everything last year. I would assume that went hand in hand with that. You would I, think. I don't remember seeing anything about this. It like was, that had to be the marketing campaign for it. it yeah, because it released in December, and so did the Star Wars movie, right? That, yeah. You know, so they released around the same time. Why wouldn't that not be a huge thing for you? I, I don't really understand the marketing there. Which I don't either. Uh, there's a few companies though that I'm concerned about their marketing skills right now. And I don't know which. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not in marketing, so I can't say anything. But not yet. You're not in marketing yet. Not yet. Yeah. Uh, I, I was looking at some of the comments that we have uh, as we're getting ready to wrap things up around yep. here. Um, Josh Wood said, hey, Kevin, tell Thomas to go register. Okay. I'm not exactly sure what you're registering. That's but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out later when you ever yep. register. Yep. Uh, but that, that was it's pretty much the only viewer comment. <laughs> it's not to vote. I'm registered to vote. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we're talking about Star Wars, though. Just uh, Oh, before. wait. That, that sounds bad if you're... Uh, 
Not a lot of people think of anything, any other registration except for one. We're not oh, going to say. It, no, it's uh, <laughs> it's to be a soccer coach. Okay. No, uh, no, nothing bad there. Good. <laughs> but we we're talking about Star Wars, and you know, a huge resurgence from Star Wars. Mark Hamill is. He's never really left. He's been relevant in the nerd world. The geek Pretty world much for as long as he's been been active. Yeah. Uh, voice acting and just here and there and everywhere and he actually um, I believe got offered a role in The Witcher for uh, Vesemir which is awesome I mean uh, The Witcher series is fantastic yeah uh, Netflix did a really good job with that Mark Hamill is fantastic I like him better as uh, uh, Geralt than I do as Superman um, you mean Henry Cavill? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I said I said Mark. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mark Hamill. Yeah. yeah, Henry Cavill. Uh, he did. He's as fantastic as. Uh, and and it's good too because he he actually is a fan of it. Yes, yes. And when you have somebody that actually cares about the material that they're playing, mm -hmm. it makes it so much better. Yes. Which is what was really disappointing. What I read recently with Ben Affleck as to why he left the Batman role. Oh yeah, I, I haven't read that. What? Uh, um, he was just really apprehensive about taking on a, a comic book role. And that's one of the reasons he he stepped back okay. uh, to let uh, someone else take over mm -hmm. in the Batman film. Like he 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 showed the script to a, to a friend, and he said he's like, yeah, this is really good, but I think you're going to drink yourself to death, which that's not good. No, that's, that's not healthy. That's not healthy behavior. I, I think Ben Affleck was probably the best Batman we've had since Keaton, but I can also understand you got to do you can't just do what's what the fans want. You got to mm -hmm. do what's best for yourself. Yeah, like you know. Saying he's the best Batman, not saying those are the best Batman movies. But Don Justice is up there, though. I mean, that's yeah. really Justice League. You know, we, it was hit or miss, but I, I still love the Nolan. The Nolan movies were great. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to take anything away from that. Those were great. Would you say that he would be? Can you imagine him as that Batman? Ooh, I don't think I can imagine him as that Batman. Just because that that's a that's such a specific take, right? Just like you couldn't imagine. Um, I couldn't have imagined Keaton in the in the Dawn of Justice role either, right? And you, I'm sure you couldn't imagine another person playing the Joker other than Heath Ledger for those. No. Even though um, Joaquin Phoenix did a fantastic job yeah. as the Joker, I'd and still poor just, Jared Leto was just out in the cold, no Oscar for his Joker role. But Suicide Squad did still win an Oscar, yeah, and it had true. the Joker. So right. yeah, that's a that's a plus. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of people. It, there's a very poor taste in a lot of people's mouth from that Joker. I, you know, it's hit or miss for me. I liked it, just as different edition, and we kind of have to deal with stuff like that. Uh, I was talking about The Witcher though before we got off. Yeah, uh, and about Batman. specifically. Yeah, um, but from The Witcher though, another uh, the guy that played Tormund Johnsbane from. Uh, Game of Thrones, which mm -hmm. wrapped up, you know, this past year, he's uh, cast in The Witcher as well. I saw that. Uh, I think I always liked him as a torment. Um, <laughs> he was really a great part of that show. Yes, that's. Just, I'm glad he didn't die. He was one of my favorite yeah. characters in the show. Actually, spoilers, so. man. I know it came out eight months ago. <laughs> oh, are you still watched? Oh, my bad. I don't care. I, Spoiler <laughs> warning. <laughs> I watched, I, I've, the only thing I've watched since like season three is okay. like uh, the the. Premieres and finales of each season, with the exception of eight. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, but, but I'm aware of what happens. Okay, well then, at least uh, it's not too much of a spoiler warning then. We've got another comment here from Kyle Mead. Okay. 
keeping it with the with the Mark Hamill talk as well. He wants to know what we think about uh, Hamill voicing Skeletor in the He-Man animated series. You, you're never going to go wrong with Mark Hamill voicing anything. No, he everything he touches, voice acting wise, is gold. He he's been the Joker and how many different renditions of the Joker that he's voiced? At least three. Uh, and he's just been yeah. that laugh to me. That's the most iconic Joker laugh. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, that 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 Mark Hamill Joker Joker laugh is just the mm-hmm. most iconic. I think he'll be a great Skeletor as well. He just. He does a, such a great job with those voice roles. I really think even up there with his acting roles, I think they're they're hand in hand. Yeah, like you have like you, you he has played like two of the most iconic characters in entertainment. Oh, yes. Luke Skywalker and the Joker. And it doesn't get bigger. Both sides <laughs> of the spectrum they good yeah. and evil. It's like you have the greatest good and the greatest evil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean I mean you could argue about the greatest good because I guess that's not really canon, though, where Luke straight off the path and went to the... Well, she didn't really go to Dark Side. Yeah, just kind of went to the to the neutral side. Yeah, <laughs> kind of the, the gray, gray Jedi, yeah. yeah. I always like the gray Jedi better. I'm, I'm an anti-hero uh, person myself. Yeah. You can't be all good all the time. No, you as, can't. As much as you can try to do your best, but, you know, just in life, you're going you're gonna to mess up sometimes. Exactly. Uh, Even trying to do good, you <laughs> sometimes do bad. But, anyhow, uh, I think... I'll just answer a few more questions well, here. Well, we got here. Uh, Josh Branham, is he using the Joker voice for Skeletor? I imagine it'll be, it'll probably have some similarities. I imagine the laugh will probably be the most similar. Yeah. If, the, if Skeletor does laugh in it. Maybe a little bit more raspy on that laugh, but yeah, yeah. I can imagine it being being quite similar because, I mean, it's... I mean, you can't, I mean, yeah. Can't go really too wrong. It's probably very similar to his own laugh, so... <laughs> Uh, and Larry Cross Jr. Hey Larry, how you doing? Uh, hope Joaquin will be will do another, but he is not well known for sequels. I think he probably will do another Joker though. You think so? He seems like he's pretty keen on it. I, I mean, hopefully he doesn't. He doesn't have to go all like anorexic though with it, like he did with the last one, because that was that took a toll on him. Uh, who's the villain in the new Batman movie? Is there, has that been... Penguin s- is one of penguin? them. Penguin, okay. Uh, Catwoman's also going to be in it. Okay. Colin Farrell, I think, has been the one cast as the Penguin. Uh, Zoe Kravitz is going to be the... Catwoman. Really? Yeah. yeah. Andy Serkis is playing uh, Alfred. Huh. Which I think that's a great... That's a, he's just... He, he's another one that's great with everything he touches. He really is. I, the fact that he did not win an Oscar for playing Caesar in the Planet of the Apes films... Hmm. Is a travesty, and I understand that they do, that they didn't do that because they don't really see motion capture as and voice acting as real acting, which is stupid and idiotic. Mm-hmm. Yes, because he, whether or not whether his his costume was digitally made or not, that was still him playing the character. Exactly, uh, <laughs> and he should have been recognized for that. Yeah, a nomination right. at the very least, but he should have gotten the best picture, yeah, <laughs> or the best actor no- win for that. Uh, and Corey, he also said Affleck was good. That was a good Bruce Wayne. Corey Grimm. Okay. Um, and fit the businessman look, but I think Bale played a better Batman. Oh, well, you know, that's fine. Yeah. And Kyle Meade says, Riddler's also going to be in it. Ooh, okay. I, I like the Riddler. I th- yeah, I think I saw Paul Dano might be playing him. I think Jonah Hill was originally going to, and then he stepped out and saw Dano. I, I couldn't imagine Hill as uh, the Riddler. I think since Jim Carrey, well, not even, really since like probably Frank Gorshin in the, the Adam West series, They've kind of, like Riddler's kind of been played off as a second Joker. 
He's really yeah. not. Yeah, yeah, like in the Gotham, I think he really does kind of fit the bill as a second Joker. Yeah. That, kind of crazy, but kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, riddles aren't jokes, though. No, they're not. They're, they're, they're very different. <laughs> very serious. Yeah. <laughs> riddles are serious business. <laughs> oh. Well, I guess but, we can. I guess we'll call this one a wrap, guys. The, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And until next time, Pinky's out. Pinky's out. <laughs>